Hi, I'm Rocco Steno and welcome to Storymakers. Today we're doing a remote Storymakers with Yehudi Mercado all the way out in California. Welcome to Storymakers. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Rocco. It's great to be here. And we're going to be talking about your book, Fun, Fun, Fun World. Yes, it looks, uh, flipping through it, it looks like a lot of fun. It is a very colorful book. You want to tell, tell us a little bit about it? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, you know, I've always been obsessed with theme parks as a kid. Uh, there was a theme park in Houston, Texas, where I grew up called Astro World. And so I always loved the idea of like space and theme parks. So Fun, Fun, Fun World is about a group of uh, sort of goofy space invaders. They're assigned to take over planets for, you know, a whole empire. But they're the worst space invaders in the galaxy. So they're on their last mission where they have to conquer a planet. And the captain promises the queen that I'm going to conquer Earth for you. And of course, Earth is the most, you know, it's the hardest planet to conquer. Uh, but he's brash and he says he insists that he'll conquer Earth. So they go to Earth, they conquer it, but they don't realize what they've conquered was a, an amusement park. So it's a, like a derelict amusement park that uh, a son and his father are helping to rebuild. So when you say a derelict amusement park, meaning that it's a not in operation? That's right. It's seen better days. Fun, fun, fun world has seen better days. Javi and his uh, father, Gachi, uh, are the only two workers trying to renovate this theme park. They're thinking they're invading Earth, but they're actually invading a theme park. So they think, oh, it's the castle, you know, then that's the capital of Earth. So they take over the castle. So all the equivalents that they, they think they've conquered are in the theme park. They don't realize it's just rides or, you know, just concession stands. Right. And your main character's name again is? His name is Captain Minky. So. Tell me a little bit about Captain Minky. Well, Captain Minky, he's, uh, he's a lovable goofball. Uh, he's not the brightest bulb in the galaxy, um, but he's, he's brash and he's brave and he gets extremely lucky all the time, which is very helpful for if you're a, a space invading captain. I like to think of him a little bit like Captain Kirk from Star Trek, but not as bright, but just as daring. That's a very good description. You know, Captain Kirk from Star Trek, not as bright, but just as daring. I'd like that description. So uh, Minky, his mother was a, you know, a famous world conqueror. So he has, to, he has a lot to live up to. So he's kind of living in the shadow of his mother. And she was a great space warrior. Aren't we all, right? <laughs> you know, I bet our viewers would love to learn to draw Captain Minky. Can you show us how? Yeah, I'd love to. So I work digitally, so I use a, a, an iPad and an Apple Pencil. And I like to start with a big giant head, because Mickey's got a big head and he thinks a lot of himself. And then he's got sort of like these dark circles under his eyes. He doesn't sleep much. Then he's got these four kind of hair spikes, kind of horns, hair spikes. Then he's got this thin little body. He wears a cool jacket though. I do like his jacket. I wish I had a jacket like Minky. He's got three fingers on each hand. Then he's got these cool boots. I don't look good in boots. I wish I looked good in boots. And then he's got a sort of noodly, sort of kidney bean shaped mouth. 
And then his teeth are kind of like the shape of uh, tombstones. And he's got little bitty beady eyes. And they're always wide open because he's always optimistic. And there you go. That's Minky. Yeah, I got more muscles than that. Okay, Minky, I'll draw you with more muscles. Have a big muscles like that. You're kind of bursting out of your jacket there. Yeah, yeah. How about that? That's better. My pleasure, Minky. So, is Minky based on you? Uh, no, actually, um, uh, the kid, uh, Javi, that works at the park with his father, that's very much based on me. So even like the physical look of him versus my father, like me to my father look exactly like Javi Takachi. Like that's how I looked as a kid. Uh, and I always wear the sort of like hoodies and uh, uh, and Javi is like, he's smart uh, and he, you know, he believes in magic. He believes in aliens and ghosts. Uh, and that's very much, you know, sort of based on, uh, you know, my sort of fantastical thinking. But yeah, my father, you know, growing up, my father uh, it, it was an architect. So I'd like to think of like, oh, you know, in another life, we could build a theme park together someday. That's a fascinating painting behind you. Is there a story connected to that? Yeah, it was uh, painted by my father. He's a painter and an architect. And uh, growing up, he was responsible for taking me to art supply stores every weekend. And I got to buy markers and pads and papers. So very much my inspiration for drawing growing up. Yes, there is so much happening on every page of this book. So what was the most uh, challenging part of the book for you? Actually, the most challenging part were uh, coming up with all the designs within the theme park. So each ride has its own set of characters and its own kind of storyline. So there's a log flume ride with these like Viking gnome characters. And then there's, uh, you know, there's the different mascots in the theme park. So uh, in, actually, in order to blend in, uh, Minky and his crew put on the mascot uniform. So Minky puts on the, the costume of King Corgi, and he walks around looking like this royal Corgi around the park. And all the humans just think it's like a, a human in a mascot uniform. Tell us about Minky's crew. Well, he's, so they're kind of... Uh, they kind of roll their eyes every time they hear him, you know, bark orders. But, you know, they're, they're kind of like a dysfunctional family in a way. So he's got his science officer, Illy. She's definitely the, the brightest one. And she doesn't really want to conquer planets, but she kind of joins the crew in order to travel and study different planets. And then you have Egla. She's the security officer and she's very like by the book. She doesn't understand why. You know, Minky takes such risks and doesn't listen to her, like, you know, her security protocols. And then you have Neutsch. He's sort of the liaison officer, like taking notes, the communications officer. And then you have Vondo. Vondo's the most dog-like character. Almost if you think of, like, Pluto versus Goofy, like, he's the most dog-like. And he's the, the mechanic, so he helps fix the ship. That's quite a group of aliens. So... Yehudi, do you believe in aliens? The, the magical thinking side of me definitely wants to believe there are aliens. But whether they're coming down to Earth in these like UFOs and abducting people and taking over theme parks, that's, that's pure fantasy.
What? Uh, 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 well, I guess there are aliens up there. Say hi to Minky for me. Remember, until next time, read a book in any format. Thank <laughs> you.